It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's the end of another working week. That came and went pretty fast, a short week, Saturday the 23rd today of April for 2022. And coming up, I'm going to be telling you about a fire station that is for sale, just in case you are in the market to buy one. And if you're heading out the door today to an auction, wherever that might be, good luck. May fortune and favour be on your side today. And if you're a vendor, I hope the realisation of your efforts to bring your property to market will be realised. So good luck to buyers and sellers right around the country. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. Yes, let's have a look at the weather forecast. And firstly, for Sydney, expecting a few showers today and a high of 22 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy, coolish with 19. Brisbane, expecting a shower or two and 25 degrees. And in Perth, possible morning smoke again. And once that's cleared out, expecting a high today of around 28 degrees and fine conditions. Across every state, city and town of Australia, The Real Estate Podcast. Also coming up in just a moment is part of an interview that is coming up next week with an Australian living in Europe who found out about a scheme where you can buy a house for just a dollar, one dollar. Yes, it's absolutely true. And this Aussie also worked for Jamie Oliver, the chef in the UK for a number of years. So I'll play that coming up in just a moment, part of that interview. It's your weekend real estate podcast. Well, CoreLogic's monthly unit market update shows the annual performance gap between houses and units fell to 8.7% in March as both markets slipped further from their peak rate of growth recorded in January. At the national level, units recorded a 0.3% rise in values over March in line with the growth rate recorded in January and February, resulting in a first quarter appreciation of 0.9%. Now, that is equivalent to a $5,500 increase in median unit values through the quarter. National house values rose 0.8% in March and 2.8% over the three months to March, thanks in part to strong growth in Queensland and South Australia. The rise in house values through the quarter was equivalent to a rise of just over $21,500 in median values. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, as mentioned, if you're in the market for an historic inner city fire station, well, listen up because one has just been listed for sale with price expectations of over $10 million. The two-storey converted Stanmore fire station in Petersham, just west of Sydney, has 27 rooms. The ex-fire station is currently being used as an Airbnb. The property was the first fire station built in the Metro Sydney area after the establishment of the Metropolitan Fire Brigade. That happened back in 1884, so a lot of history you are getting with a purchase like this. 
The fire station ceased its operations back in 1991 and has been upgraded to include residential and hospitality uses. But you better be quick because already the campaign has attracted nearly 250 inquiries from locals and overseas developers. It's your weekend real estate podcast. Well, coming up next week, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking with an Aussie living in Europe who bought an Italian house for one dollar. <laughs> That's right. Forget Broken Hill at what forty thousand dollars. You can get houses for just a dollar. It's a great insight into some European cities who are using their imaginations to restore and revitalize what is happening in their towns. Yeah, I'm from Queensland. I left many years ago, went backpacking really, 1998 it was. Like many Aussies, I thought I would just spend a couple of years away and go back to Oz. Ended up loving London, loving living in in that country and having access to Europe. Grandparents were from Scotland and and England. I ended up um, yeah getting a job with Jamie in 2003. But a lot of people think I'm a chef because obviously you know I'm now connected with food here in in Italy with what I do. However, I, I worked on all Jamie's food campaigns, so I helped set up 15, the social enterprise restaurant, and I was his PA for four years and worked in various departments. But always always working on social projects with food, so supporting Jamie with his campaigns. Okay, so that sounds pretty exciting. Now, let's fast forward. This Italy housing scheme, tell us how you came across this. Sure thing, Craig. So uh, I've had a long uh, love for Italy for many years. I've been volunteering for a community out here called San Patrignano, very connected with Italy through through 15. And obviously, Jamie has a passion and love for uh, for. Italy as well. And it was always my dream to maybe uh, have a second home here or one day maybe I might live here. And then of course, I'm sorry that I'm going to swear, but Brexit happened in the UK. And uh, that sort of brought everything forward for me because as an Aussie that arrived in London in 98 and then eventually got my UK residency and passport, I absolutely loved being able to travel through Europe and the idea of living and working in Europe was was so attractive to me. And then when Brexit happened, it, it just sort of took the edge off my life over there. And so I then thought, okay, I'm not ready to go home to Oz, but I would love to go and live in Italy for a while. I have many friends here, obviously, because I've been volunteering here. And about... Uh, Five years ago, I guess, I saw a story on CNN. And like many people, I thought, you know, it's too, too good to be true. And the pictures they showed of the houses were all in kind of ruins and, and rubble. I then started to investigate um, whether it was true and what sort of house you could get for $1.50 or one euro. We were still, you know, in, in lockdown at various periods here with the pandemic. I ended up raising £25,000 through Crowdfunder to set up a community kitchen in the house, which was absolutely incredible. The town is quite poor. There's a lot of people that are struggling here. Before the pandemic, they were struggling with a loss of jobs. There's 284 people that the church feeds every week and looks after. So with my background in food and community food, that's what I decided to do. However, what I discovered was, Craig, that Sadly, because it was nearly a year that I had seen the house due to the pandemic, there was two houses either side of it that were also abandoned. And sadly, there was a lot of water leakage from those houses. And when I went to then uh, renovate the house and get the costs, a couple of things happened. One, 
the price of building materials skyrocketed, and I think that's you know had happened across Europe certainly. But then, secondly, uh, it was a challenge to find a builder because the Italian government introduced a super bonus program where people can receive a lot of their renovation costs back if they make their house sustainable. And this is only a small town, so there you know there aren't that many builders. So. By the time I found a builder, he looked at the house and obviously there'd been much more sort of decay in the house. The cost had doubled in terms of the renovation cost. There's a good side to the stories though, and my cup always being half full. So what happens next? That is the burning question. So we'll have the rest of that interview coming up next week right here on the Real Estate Podcast. So whatever you're doing today or whatever you're doing right across the weekend, enjoy it, travel safe on the roads, and we'll catch you back tomorrow morning. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.